Blog Talk Radio. Great joy and good afternoon, my friend. The Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming, centering your mind and delight on the art of the CEO. The show that brings you the most fascinating and really the most helpful leaders in the business community from all around our terrestrial orb, I am Bart Jackson, your Hieronymus Bosch of business. And this very day, you are going to discover how to make the media your friend, yea, verily your profitable co-partner. We are today going to lay bare the secrets the preparation techniques and the attitudes that are going to make you a media star when you are called upon to give an interview in print journals, radio, TV, or any of the electronic media. You name it, you can be that media star, the one who gets invited back to share her insights and expertise. And I I really must tell you, my friends, over the past four decades, I have interviewed literally thousands of individuals for all media. And you know, it's not the heads of state and it's not the great achievers that stand out. It is those people who've seen the value of this interview and taken an active stance toward it, who want to be there. And you can do this, you little shy you. Oh, you bet your sweet little gray cells you can. And we're going to show you right now our best interview moves, and they are going to help. And we're going to spend, first, a brief bit of time on how to land an interview that will really be the most profitable for you. But then we're going to move swiftly on into the skills that keep me and all the other journalists desperately seeking to put you back in the public eye. And that is where you need to be. So whether you are a CEO of a major PR firm ever striving to make your clients sparkle in the public eye, like Fred, or you're an entrepreneur with a brand new venture into new markets that require constant appearances by your marvelous self, like Jeannie, pull up your chair a little closer and join us in this feast of wisdom, all carefully cuisined to make your career thrive and your ventures flourish. So, let us joyfully plunge into the world of media interviews with a few, uh, a small soupçon of ways to land a profitable interview for yourself right at the outset. Now, granted, getting yourself interviewed on a print or TV or radio or electronic show, this is really the best source of PR. It absolutely is. Nothing can do you better quicker. And it's also more fun. Uh... But you have to give this periodical station uh, and the host something that's going to make their program look good. I mean, behind this show, behind the show that you're going to appear on, the editor is asking, why this person? Why now? And how does he fit with our message to our audience? So this is something that you have to have at the ready when you make a pitch. Now, one of our the, the best interviews I, I've, I've recently had is with a lawyer who is in family law. And that's not a topic particularly poignant to many of our uh, listeners, but we barely touched on family law because when she approached me and I, she had someone recommend her to me, and when we talked, she under, 
told me about how she and her partner had undertaken this whole rebuilding of their firm to make it one of the best in the area. She she laid out how she'd done it, and it was a marvelous story. It was so applicable to our listeners, and that's what she had to offer. So I'm saying that she had she'd gone to our website, seen that uh, the art of the CEO wanted this wanted to put the right tools in people's hands. She saw that was an ideal. She, so she built her talk to me. And she also, she had someone else call and approach me first. This, if you can do this, and it doesn't have to be a high-priced PR person. It could be a cohort. It could be a someone in your own firm recommending you. It's it's always better to be recommended than, than to toot your own horn. It it's just goes easier. But the other thing is, if you have not been on shows, if you've not, uh, don't shoot for the largest first. Give yourself a warm-up. Uh, start local. Go to uh, editors are always looking for the names of uh, interesting people with interesting stories. And maybe you and your firm are exactly what they're looking for. They probably are. They're looking. Uh, most local paper editors are desperate to bring on a new slant. Print media people are are good. There's uh, who runs your local television station? Have you called off some of the people? Have you talked to them and said, uh, "I have an idea. Is this the sort of thing that might fit for you?" You've got to be a little bold. Uh, and there's much more to, to, uh, to getting on the show, but take that bold step. And right now, we're going to move on uh, to what you do once you've landed it. So let's just say that uh, right now, you and your ever-clever PR team has landed you a spot on some top-level show or journal. All right. How do you take advantage of of this opportunity? Um, Well, number one, the number one rule, as always, in every business project, every venture you do, attitude. Think about this. This is your interviews. It's not ABC's, it's not Charlie Rose's, it's not Bart Jackson. It is yours. This is your chance to build the impression and reputation you want folks to have. So the real, uh, the real center of this, of your control, lies much more with you than you probably realize. And also, the second thing to remember to put your attitude in mind of is Put your attitude in mind of what an odd wording. Uh, but the real director is guess who? Is it the interviewer? Is it the station? No, it is the audience. You're trying to reach them. If you do reach the audience and you inspire them, believe me, the interviewer and the station will follow and lavish you with praise. Now, so the number two, you've got the attitude. You realize where you want to go. Number two, think. The purpose. It's in all projects, everything you do. What is the purpose of your taking this interview? I mean, is it merely just have your ego stroke because oh, isn't it nice that they asked me on? Uh, what it? So think. And the purpose. What can be the best possible, realistically, best possible outcome? And write that down. And I, I got to say, to be heard is not good enough. <laughs> uh, really, your goal is to be reinvited. Think about what you would like to have come out of it. Let's, uh, let's say you are a new computer programmer that has come up with 
a brand new program, you say, well, we want to let people know about that. But there may be something more. Your firm may exist, and what's holding you back is that people know your firm, they know your product, but they can't attach a person to it. People want to attach a person to it. So you want, you say, our firm needs a visible spokesman. That may be your purpose. So you've got to come out and make, yes, talk about your product, but make you know yourself known as a personality. Whatever your purpose is, think about that. Write it down. Put that uh, down. And that will govern your, your whole approach to this whole thing. Also save you a lot of time. All right. And so once you've, you've got your thoughts set down, once you've, you've got, got your head screwed on and you've got your eyes focused where you want to go, now let's move from there onto the hands. Your, take out your scribbly little pen, or if you only don't have, uh, if you only have two digits instead of ten, take, take those two thumbs and tap that, that frantically on, on, on that little handheld device that you love so much that rules your life. Uh, and you need to be ready to send to the, the the interviewer directly, or the editor, or uh, the follow the following items. You've got to have these prepared, and you'll need them everywhere. Anyway, the first of all is a tagline about your company and you. Let's say you run. Um, oh, I don't know. Let, let's say you run a medical. Uh, a medical device firm. And so you need a tagline that is catchy and is is solid. We make we make the tools that let people walk again. All right? It shows social contribution, it shows thought and it boom catches catches the ear and it it's enough said. You say, "Wow, that's really doing something impressive." Whatever your tagline is, have that at the ready, and you need it for yourself also. Uh, I ride herd on some of the most talented people in the entire uh, uh, electric forging, uh, the electric processing industry. Boom, whatever it is, that's get that tagline ready. The second thing you're going to need is you're going to need some bios, and I said notice that's plural. You need to sit down and write, or have written about you if you're not. If you're not the best at it, you're going to need a 30-word, a 50-word, a 100-word, and a full two-page bio. And it has to be exactly the way you want it. Don't for, don't be shy about tooting your own horn. Uh, this is If you don't toot your own horn, where do you think the music's going to come from? So get – now, the reason I ask – I have these different lengths is it has to be something that the – station or the pro or the magazine or whatever can stick in their in their slot maybe at the end of the article they'll want something about you if it's an in-print thing uh the also the other thing is that the editor or the interviewer who's going to look at you will also want something longer so he can dig out facts and ask so this is why i say the 30 the 50 the 100 send them uh, I would say the 30 and the 50 page bio, and then as an attachment, say just as a help for John, the interviewer. Uh, if he uh, here's a, here's the full bio, if if the, any of the facts might amuse him, something like amuse him, so it'll give the idea that you're not doing your job for him. Now, the the other thing you're going to need that's the third the 
third thing you're going to need is a company promo, assuming that you're working for your company. And um, if someone has a, a good quote about your company, stick it in. And then uh, make this uh, just a couple of paragraphs, just so people know what the company is all about, and they can get that. They can ask you more, obviously. And then at the bottom of that, comp- that one or two paragraph company promo, stick interest points. Now, what am I talking about? Well, uh, how does this sound as an interest? I would have wished I had this. How does this sound? Mark Nathan grew Tucker Toys 700% in his first four years as CEO. I wish I'd known that before I interviewed him. I didn't. And, boy, it would have been something that would have been remarkable, and we could have a good, solid piece of meat I could have sunk into in our interview. Mark is a great person, very capable, gave a wonderful interview. But those are the things that help push, help the interviewer push you across and give him some meat that he can work with. And uh, also another thing is if you've got some special project, give a 25-word summary about your latest project. Those are things that you've got to have ready to send. So... Now, you're going to want to have them anyway. You should. You all need, we all need public relations. We all need to feed things to the media. If you've got it pre-processed and ready to go and updated, we, you are going to make yourselves much more known and you're, because people want to put out what's easily done and ready for them. Why not? So if you have just joined us, you are listening to the art of the CEO, which every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time streams magically through the often ethical realms of cyberspace, where you may listen and download this show and all of our shows by visiting theartoftheceo.com. That's theartoftheceo.com. We are on several radio stations and a whole host of internet streams, but this is the easiest way to find out all our shows. Now, moving back into the realm of your best interview, lights, camera, action. We, um, we now we get to your homework for this specific show. You you've been invited to talk about, say, your business or yourself or your meteoric rise, and you, the, the first thing you want to do is you want to look at the show. You want to you're going to look at three elements. You're going to look at the show itself. You're going to study the audience, and you're going to get to know them, and you're going to scrutinize the interviewer. So what do we mean learning about the show? Well, uh, go back, look at a few, go on to the website, look at a few previous shows, and discover the following. First of all, are these people going to fit with your brand? And by that I mean, is this a show that you want the existing people who know you to see you on. Is this something that's going to benefit you? It's a, it's a consideration. It may not be something that, that that you want to be associated with. Just a thought. The second thing is you want to uh, look at the show and see what do they like in their guests? Do they seem to like uh, facts? Do they want people who pour forth a whole series of straight facts at them? Do they like spectacle? People who are flamboyant and emotional or something or not? And do they like uh, tools for learning? In other words, things that, could, that their audience can use uh, they, that relate to what their audience is doing. What if it's, or, and this is a big one, do they want you to, or hope you, 
will bolster their political or social point of view. And this doesn't mean you sell out. What it really means is that you uh, find out what it is and just be aware of it. All right. So now you've got a feel for the show. It's sort of say, yeah, this is what they like. This is what they want. This is what this is where I can fit in. So you're moving along here. Now, remember we told you who is the real director of this whole enterprise that you're about to be interviewed on. It's the audience. Well, think about the audience. Every preacher knows that you just don't give a sermon on the pains of hell at a funeral. It's the wrong audience. There, here you've got all these weeping, bereaved folks fearing for and missing their, their dead beloved, and you're going to give them hell. Not a bad call. They're, uh, you want to give somebody hell? Go to the Senate. Talk to them. But so you, how do you find out about the audience? Well, you, you look at the shows, but if it's, if it's a periodical, call up, ask the paper. What is what is their demographics like? Who who lists, who reads their stuff? Uh, who watches their show? Thumb through the ads. Look at the ads. Look at the um, or or look at other articles or programs and infer a feel of these folks. Now, uh, let's get real. You don't want to bow down your ideals. You want to be proud, loud, and boisterous about what you believe. I truly believe that myself. Uh, but just don't be stupid. And be be clever. If you have parents, you want to preach hope and you want to preach safety to them. If you are talking to the young and eager, uh, preach adventure. Talk about excitement uh, and things available that one can take advantage of. In other words, do do what they want. And then there is, if you take nothing else away from this show, remember the most vital point of all interviews and all guest appearances, don't bore them. Those are the wise three words of Dr. Cynthia Jay, who has led many people onto stage. She says, you can do anything you want. Don't bore them. Be excited. Anyway, the sixth thing you're going to do is you are going to learn about the interviewer. Now, get on the air. You're going to want to be able to praise him. And I know this seems so. You say, well, he's supposed to talk about me. No, no, this is a conversation. Give a little, get a little. Uh, So look up and say, you know, John, I was really impressed that you uh, won an award for one of the most insulting interviewers ever to be uh, survived and and, uh, not beaten by any of his guests or whatever. Uh, uh, Talk about an award or say, Gee, John, I, I see that your audiences keep growing every day. You really do have a style that I enjoy. What, and how hard is that? All of a sudden, you've said you're, you're not, it's not outright flattery. You're just mentioning an accomplishment of the, of the gentleman. Now, uh, and the other thing is, you want to find the interviewer's style. Uh, does, does she want a casual conversation, a sort of a chummy thing? Maybe she wants to do a grilling, ask tough questions. Uh, there's this, or, or maybe they just want an I ask, I ask you answer strict thing. The length of each uh, answer is something to watch for when you t- are looking at studying the interviewer. So all in all, come early before the show, meet, talk, ask about, 
personal thing. Ask about the family. Ask about your interviewer's work history. Be impressed. Become personally involved. So that what this is going to end up being is a conversation between incipient friends. That is what you're looking for. It will put you at ease. It will make him more interested in you, as if these are two fellas who've just leaned their elbows on the bar and are just waiting a good bit of refreshment to come. And they say, by the way, that's the kind of ease you want to take off with, no matter how authoritative you want to sound. Anyway, uh, enough of that. Just one quick thing um, before we break, and that is, if if this is a visual um, the show that you're going on, the TV, and that may also mean radio. They film a lot of radio now. Uh, ask what colors you should wear and should not wear. Look at previous shows. See what, see what others are wearing. And then think about what kind of impression you want to make. But, uh, I mean, do you, want to, do you want to appear authoritative, intimate, uh, friendly, surprisingly knowledgeable, handsome, uh, sexy? Uh, hey, use what attributes you got. But, it's the the colors in the setting are, are very important. So I just bring that up to you. And after this delightful noshing at today's Feast of Wisdom, I believe it is truly, truly time to, to take a brief survey and allow me to proffer you a few well, utensils for today's feast. So the first, as I always do, allow me to remind you, to each of you hearing my voice, that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. And since that's really the most important position you'll ever hold in your career, allow me to ask, will this be the day that you look at your own character, congratulate yourself, and see if there are any new attributes you want to select and strap on? Or will you continue to ignore your noble core and let the others bounce your life around? The choice, my friend, is truly, truly yours. It's the second utensil I can sense you yearning to steep your lips into a little laughter and and taste a scriptural recitation from the 101 Best Business Quips book, and we are selecting this one now. Let's find Okay, okay, here we have number 68. Uh, America's CEOs are begging this administration for corporate tax relief and reform. Uh, for themselves, not for their competitors. Uh, and as an afterthought, you know every company plunges its plunges in, out its talents in search of some juicy government contract. But all these juicy funds come from each of us poning up our fair share of the tax to get on with a little progress. Just a thought to ponder. So if you smirked a bit over this quip, we have them literally by the books full. Just visit bartsbooks.com. And pick up your copy of 102 or 101 Best Business Quips, and you will find your tongue tipped with mirth and wisdom, and your quiver full of bon mots, all alleviating the load of your fellow chain gangers at work. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, and as your third utensil, we sumptuously spoon out to you the answer to last week's business quotation. That is, what's the name? Who, what is the name of the individual who said... Our gross national product measures neither our wit, nor our courage, nor our wisdom, nor our learning, nor our compassion. Thus, it measures everything except that which makes life worthwhile. Those wise words were spoken by none other than the regrettably late and idealistically great Mr. Robert Kennedy. And congratulations to all your winners. 
Now, stick with us because later on in the show, blurting your way, comes another enriching quotation. And if you are among the learned souls who knows the author of that quote, simply scribble that sage's name down as you believe him or her to be and email it right off to info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at bartsbooks.com. And if you are correct, your knowledge will earn you a soul-stirring gift freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And before we return to finding better ways for you to transform your next media interview into a profitable experience, and yourself into a media star, (laughs) allow me to introduce you to the company by whose good graces we're here today. And that firm is Prometheus Publishing, who invites you to look at the book which launched this entire bizarre radio show, The Art of the CEO. This is a volume that collects and all and, and, and well, it collects and distills, really, is a better way to put it. The most masterful practices of business leaders from around the globe, worldwide, and it presents them to you in a way that you can apply them to your own career and your own company. This book has been praised by radio show host and, and CEO himself, Daryl Gunter, as one of the best leadership books I have ever read in my career, full of wisdom. What are you waiting for? And if you enjoyed today's quip, by the way, and say, gee, I'd like a new laugh and a little bit of wisdom uh, flung at me every week, we invite you to visit bartsbooks.com, go to the homepage, click on the quips box, and subscribe absolutely free by the eternal enigma of email. You will receive uh, your dose of laughter and wisdom every week. Carpe diem, my friend, you are indeed worth it. And now, with utensils in hand and your eye on value, turn back with me, and let's continue with our list of techniques and tips for making your media interview the opportunity of a lifetime. All right, now, we've finished beefing you up, and we've got your message, and uh, we've got you uh, all set to, to for this fabulous interview. Now, what are some of the things that you want to carry in with you as you come across? Well, the first, I think, is that you want to sort of stick in your pocket. Write them on little crib notes. I've I've done it. If if it's printed in radio, it's easy. But if it's not, uh, just uh, uh, you can just have a little sheet there um, by by your water glass on the television station. Find some find some stats and specifics that astound. Not, I'm not talking self praise. Let the, the interviewer will do that. For instance, uh, we had a perfumer a perfumer. Uh, on the show, who once told me that 85% of American women use scents regularly, as do an amazing 40% of all men. I mean, it's a matter of little things like that. Now, so think about your own self, your own industry. How many billion does, uh, dollars does your uh, does your industry garner in this country and worldwide? How many people? Uh, on the planet or in America use it. How often? Uh, little interesting stats like that really help. Also, come armed with, I, I this is my, my favorite, my personal, you don't have to do it. Come armed, first of all, with one funny story about your uh, company, your product, or yourself. And you can be a little self-deprecating. It can be one of your foibles uh, and where you, where you made a blunder. Um also, I, for me, I, I always do this when I go on. Uh, I try to get, just have them in, stuck in my mind here, two funny quotes. I love quotes. Like, uh, 
Few men can endure success. Another man's, I mean. By Mark, you know, Mark Twain said few men. And, and you can say something like that. And it's, it just gives a, a little grab on for the people. And again, don't bore them. It gives them a spark and something that they want to look for. Now, uh, all, all this preparation is really great. But what about, and, and I think a lot of us have had this happen, you've got the reporter at the door. That is, you've got some, uh, you know, your assistant comes in and, and says, Sarah, there's a reporter for, uh, from the, uh, the the self-advertising news, and there, and and he wants to write about you about this, uh, you know, our new product that we're doing. And you go, okay, here's how you handle that. This often happens if they want to. They don't always call reporters grind out often eight nine articles a week and a, and they they just they come and they go and and if you miss this opportunity they'll move on believe me they'll move to your competitor down the road and you will be on the cold so what you do is you do this you gather up those papers you take out you remember the bio and uh the little write-up about your company with the interest points and so forth gather those up get your rise out of your swivel chair my good woman or man and you walk out to the interviewer you give him your papers to read and say and say Irving I'm so sorry that that I can't I I can't I can't begin this right on the dot I know your time is short but I I I just need another 10 minutes with uh this client so if you can give me that here I'm uh I'd like to give you these papers for you to read, and it may things it may save us a little time and make the interview goes faster. Give them that two-page bio you've got, and my friend, what's going to happen is he'll go through that. He'll he'll be twice as prepared as he ever was. He'll be grateful. He'll gladly give you the ten minutes. He'll read through it. Uh, give him some coffee, or if business is really down, give give him a shot of scotch. Um, the uh, whole goal is to. Grab that 10 minutes you need to get together to give yourself a little preparation and pick that main project that you want people to know about. Think about that. Run it through your mind. Then when he walks in, you're fresh as a daisy and so forth and so on. It's uh, that's This is something that happens, and I just had to put that in there because I don't want you getting caught blindsided. Uh, we have many, many more to cover. I just will quickly go through a few of them for one of the uh, unfortunately uh, we cannot get them all but once you're on the air and you're in the chair a uh, couple of things that you can do number one make an offer on the air on the show to the interview greg williams the master negotiator did a great thing he had a new book that he was talking about and he says here's the book here's the offer i will give a hundred dollars to the first person who orders a copy of this book, so I will send you a, send you the book and a hundred dollar check. Boom! And by if you call in to get a copy of my book, and he uh, by the way, no one ever called. Uh, try that. Set up a special discount for viewers. And as, when your answers, when you're giving your answers on the air, make them bite-sized chunks. Um, break up the questions. You don't have to tell about everything that your whole company did to develop this product, right, Stenson? Take it in pieces. Give them little pieces. Let the interviewer back. This is people uh, handle questions much better when you've got them into bite sizes. Handling uh, the there is another thing. Sometimes interviewers do want to give you the tough question. They want to watch you squirm, 
And the best thing I've ever seen on this is when you ask the when when John really tries to John the interviewer tries to nail you say uh, John actually that's that's a very good point and a very good question which is something you want to do by the way uh, say that uh, not too frequently but occasionally if he, if he lands a good one it's a good question and I was wondering if I could address it do we have the time to give you a little story about that and and that way you get to spin out your answer in your version what's he going to say no uh of course so that's just a couple of thoughts and unfortunately we uh do not have time for more but i do want you to know that if you are if you are well prepared you will be at ease you'll be convivial you'll have the calm confidence of a christian with four aces and you will engage above all you will engage and you will have fun. So I wish you the very best interview of your life. And may it profit you both in spirit and in wallet. <laughs> so as we round out today's feast, uh, I am Bart Jackson, your curator of business wisdom, leaving you with today's quotation. That is, who said, you had better take for business a man who is somewhat absurd rather than one who is over formal. I like that one. Some people, uh, and it's a hint as to who this person, uh, who the author is, some people think that this literate sage was the actual author of Shakespeare's work. But this quip uh, came from his own essays entitled Elegant Sentences. I love it. And remember, if you know the author of this quote, just scribble that sage's name down as you believe him or her to be and send it right off to info at bartsbooks.com to win an absolutely career-igniting gift from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, fame is as fleeting as romance in a brothel. Better to set your sights on some beneficial achievement, and then let the brief showers of notoriety glisten the image that you so rightfully earned. And to you who have been gleefully sharing our feast. I hope you've enjoyed the Art of the CEO show as much as I've enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember, you may download this on all our shows by visiting theartoftheceo.com. And finally, to you who have honored us with your time, may I say, as always, it has been a privilege. And I thank you. <laughs>